like if I had a bunch of ice and yeah. I like took it and dumped it in a pan. Yeah. Or whatever. It's like Zelda. It movies. would make this. Yeah, it's yeah. like Zelda. You're you like, put, ah. like a giant rock of salt. Yeah. In there with just like here's a mushroom and, <laughs> and it's like beef stew yeah, yeah no yeah exactly no you you dubious food no and or, or i guess that's the rule if you throw any i'll say four ingredients in a bowl and it always like like a video game logic it just always makes perfect immaculate blank what what four ingredients would you want to always but that's the that's the thing wait 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 am i making the thing or it's like throw some you're what you're are you asking what it? item i would make or what ingredients i would always have to use the what no matter what four ingredients you yeah. use yeah they always make perfect blank when applied to heat now that's like your your again video <laughs> okay, game okay. rules okay uh i'm working on it do you have an answer i i understand the question i understand the question i i kind of <laughs> i honestly wanted to be like caramel apple <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just, it's a curse actually no yeah, matter yeah. what you try and make you're gonna get a camel <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. No. i'm making some chili tonight that's what i'm making but it, you throw beans you, if yeah, you get up to four ingredients it's it's a yeah, caramel yeah. apple it, it does, you throw if you some do beans five tomato items, juice yeah if you do five uh, items you're fine you get some tomato puree, you Actually, get beef the, in there, the and question you add, is, like, one spice, and now it's a caramel apple. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No, the, the question at that point is, then when I add my fifth ingredient, is it going to be the thing that I want it to be, or is it going to be, like, caramel it's, it's apple, gonna be a, but ca with cumin? Like, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a caramel apple with... A, with lima beans on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <Like> yeah. <something. laughs> no, no. Anyways, but yeah. So that's we okay. Can, that, is it a curse or is it a something I can choose when I want to make it? I'll I, answer both. <laughs> I'll answer both. I think any four ingredients. I think if you do five ingredients, you're fine. If you do three ingredients, you're fine. But if you do four ingredients exactly, yeah, from any, you have to find a way to add yeah. a fifth ingredient. <laughs> You have to find a way to get in there yeah. and skip four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. get to five. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to add two of the ingredients in yeah, the same Yeah, you have time. to add, like, you have to, have to go mix butter and flour together and then dump that in there. Yes. And that's two ingredients. And that's two ingredients. <laughs> so you're good. Yeah. That's very diff difficult to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, With anyways. foods, but yes, I no, guess I could make it work. Um, I think I would make... Save it for the podcast. What? Save it for the podcast. And we're recording. But this... Anyway, welcome to our Christian place. viewing experience. I'm Noah Wilder. I... I this is... And, a, and I would make... No, no, no. <laughs> and, and I'm Elias Chavez. And we're here to talk about uh, this icebreaker. Uh, but yeah. also, we're eventually going to talk about... I, I'm talking about a song. I think you're talking about a character this yes. week. But uh, in general, just secular media that we found yeah. a biblical or Christian message in. And uh, and we're going to present it to you guys in the in what we call the feature presentation here in about 10 minutes or so. Um, hopefully we'll, we'll yeah, see we'll 10 see how, minutes <laughs> we'll see how long this conversation lasts but we'll get to it yeah um but we're happy that you're here uh anyway i think if if, if it's a curse yeah. i want it to be like the worst curse possible yes 
I want it to be like something that tastes good, but if you eat it like more than once in a day, it, you no longer want it. You mm, know? Yeah. So like a pop tart. <laughs> <laughs> most most really sweet things, you know. You're like ah, I've I've hit but my like limit a, for like the a day. Like a pop tart specifically. Yeah. Is like. Pop tart is is the I right. I can barely combina- get through the two. No, and know? that's the thing because because <laughs> so the pop tart. If I made a four ingredient thing and it was a pop tart every time, I but would like, lose it. Specifically, like and the blueberry a, one, and not even like a hot pop tart or yeah. a cold pop tart. It's just, just a pop tart. Yeah, no, exactly. Just like pop tart is, and I have this issue with a couple different pastry items. It would be but, the worst. Specific, yeah. like you're. Imagine you're like making. <laughs> Some like tikka masala or something. Sure. And you're like really excited about it and you accidentally add one more ingredient than you're supposed to. Yeah. And then you just have a bland pop tart. Butter, chicken, and rice. <laughs> and you're like, you know what? Maybe maybe this will be the one time that I add an ingredient to my butter, chicken, and rice. <laughs> and you're like, boom, ruined, destroyed. Welcome to blueberry pop tart. <laughs> no, <laughs> room no. temperature cannot be heated up. Yes. No, but that's that's my thing. <laughs> that would like ruin my day. If I'm like looking forward to like Yeah. Some like chicken alfredo or something and then i and i add a tomato i'm like oh i got some sun-dried tomatoes and i just toss them in pop tart yeah i would lose my mind (laughs) (laughs) no i i have this issue with a couple different pastry items but they're just like the right combination of like too sweet and too doughy i don't know the 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 pop tart it's it, not very doughy. It's very dry. It's very. It's well. Yeah. It's but, very. Dry. Uh, it's just bread curse, and sweet. If this isn't a curse, and if I get to take four ingredients and just make something whenever I feel like, yeah. so like perfect way to use this power is in the apocalypse. <laughs> go get like four different kinds of leaves, throw it in a <laughs> pot, and yeah. then you pull out. Like the tastiest burger you've ever had, or something. I like love that. that you're like in the apocalypse. I want to make a burger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so like, I'm trying to think of like what's a good food to like meet all my nutrition standards. Yeah, that I'll need. Yeah, you know, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm working on. I looked this up because I was really interested in like if I could like make myself only eat one food for a month and yeah. lose like a ton of weight. Yeah, what food would it be? So I googled it. What one food has all the nutrition <laughs> nutrition that a human being needs? Yeah. Nothing. Breast milk was the answer. <laughs> Breast milk. Like, Dang it. <laughs> that would be an interesting superpower. You throw four leaves in a pot, four, four different kinds of leaves in a pot, and it's just like, breast milk. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, I, I as a man have produced this. <laughs> I would say like I would still say burger, mm. but with like spinach and egg and cheese and mushroom and yeah. onion on it. So yeah. like it still has almost everything I need. Yeah. And like French fries on it. Like yeah, yeah, potatoes yeah. almost have everything you need. Potatoes are incredible. Um, no. <laughs> so I, yeah, I would say like a burger with like the perfect amount of everything on it. Sure. That is possible to put on a burger. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> so I, I go get like spaghettios and I add salt, pepper, and paprika, and I get that burger. Boom, <laughs> burger. Yes, no. This is yeah. exa- again, yeah, perfect for the apocalypse. Perfect for the apocalypse. Like I'm not. I might get You're, tired of the burger eventually, but like I yeah. will accept it in the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It has like truffle on it. 
yeah. you can sell truffle the truffle oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It has no. gold in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, um, I, I do like this idea where you're just like, you're like zombie arm and and mud and <laughs> just apocalypse and ingredient. And a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, and a, and a and a rusty boot. I don't know how it's rusty, but it's a rusty toed rusty boot. Yeah, yeah, and it's just <laughs> and you're like burger. Um, <laughs> So what's the curse and what's the uh, apocalypse scenario where you get the to choose when you want to make it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh gosh, I think, I think the apocalypse scenario is like tomato soup. <laughs> yeah, I was literally thinking, I was like some kind of soup or like a stew. Veggie soup. Yeah, yeah, like something warm. Warms your soul, and you know. Honestly, actually, maybe if it's not a super stew, maybe like a lasagna, you know, where it's just it's just it's got all your carbs. Yeah, it's got some meat in it. Yeah, it's warm. It it's filling. Just throw potatoes in there. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you can throw. <laughs> you, it have all the nutrition you need. <laughs> right. You can snack on it for a while because, like, when you make a lasagna, like you're 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 pretty set. Oh, and also, I can't wait to just like. I'm imagining like it lasagna appears, but like in different dishes, you know, <laughs> like I really like the idea of like I, I I heat up a bowl and again, it's 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 just a bunch of muck and I throw it in there and it's just like eight layered lasagna. But perfect. Like, yeah, yeah, but it's like, like it's perfectly like, shaped to the bowl. Yes, yeah. but it's in a bowl. So like each layer like starting smaller. from the bottom. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it, I, I really like that idea. You're like, how so. do I cut the how do I if, serve? If you get to choose, it's lasagna. I think it's lasagna for the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, and but, then but the curse. the curse. I think you should go with like a, a root beer float or something. That's really good. <laughs> um, um, I think, I think like you're dying of cold. <laughs> and you, yes. You're like I got snow. I got this rock. <laughs> no, oh, no. I, I was I was gonna go with like um. What's it? I'm trying to remember what it's called. Um. The Burger King croissant, which <laughs> no matter what I do, because it's like it's like an all right fast food item, or but like I'm, a McGriddle. <laughs> yes, yes, that's what I was trying to. I was like, what's the what's the? I couldn't think of what the the. It's I was like, like the McDonald's. It's pretty good, like twice a month max. Yeah, when in the morning when you don't want to cook, but like you're when you're cooking something else, you're not going for that. No. no. <laughs> you're, that is decidedly not your decision. Neapolitan ice cream. Like, no matter what you do, it's like, oh, it's three different ice creams. Uh-huh. Strawberry, chocolate, and vanilla. Could I get like a different three different ice cream? Nope. Because it's <laughs> Neapolitan ice cream. Could I get like a dark... Here, come up with a better Neapolitan... But it's still cream. in a hot dish. <laughs> That's our. That's a, that'll be our. Um, I think icebreaker for next week. Come up with a better Neapolitan ice cream Ooh. trio. I feel like you and I have had that conversation before. Off, we camera. have not. No, 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 no. I'm Just not. like mentioned, not like a conversation because we had we had Neapolitan ice cream that one time, and I, right. I forget for what. But we were just like, we need a better Neapolitan. Yeah, because like I can. Like, There's always like. It's either it's never chocolate, but it's either vanilla or strawberry. It's just left like fully standing. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because because definitely the the two ways to approach that are what are the three most popular ice creams or what are the three ice creams that have to go together. Yeah, 
Um, anyway, well, that's anyways. next week. That's next but week. But anyway, for you guys, uh, either the the blessing <laughs> in the apocalypse or the curse version, let us know what you would be forced to make ha- <laughs> if you put any four ingredients in a cooking vessel. <laughs> a cooking vessel. Yes. I like that. Yeah, yeah you can't it, just like, it has to yeah. You can't put it on a plate. It has like, to be not. you have to apply heat. But it could still come out cold. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah like yeah. mine came out room temperature. <laughs> yeah. Room I, temperature. I really, I really like, like the frostingless idea. blueberry. Yes. <laughs> I really love the Dark. idea of of like like you're saying, like I, I'm just I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, I can't wait to Oh, I guess that means sandwiches. Like like Deli meat sandwiches are pretty safe. No matter what, I'm like bread, lettuce, turkey, mustard. That's safe. That's four, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, does that turn into Neapolitan? Yes. As soon as, soon as I put the mustard on my yes. sandwich, it's like boom, <laughs> Neapolitan. Yeah, you and, have to like mix up mustard and it's like and on mayo. my napkin, like because like I'm making them together it on paper off towel. on the side and then apply that last. Yeah. No matter yeah. what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's fair. Yeah. No I've matter what. I jumped to five. You because I was so like, I'm good. Yes. No mustard and mayo. Or you put like a different kind of bread on one oh. side, so it's. It's two ingredients. You're like, Once you uh, close it, you're like, uh, it's fine. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you can tell us what your answers would be uh, at ocvepod.com or at ocvepod at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook or Twitter at ocvepod. Thanks for being here. We're going to get into the future presentation now. Who wants to go first? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> talking about uh, the song Carry On Wayward Son by Kansas. Okay. Um, I don't know why they don't include the my in the title because, you know, it goes carry on my wayward son. Why, why not include carry on my way? Like what? Carry on. Wait, 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 son. Don't you cry no, no more. more. Yeah. <laughs> I want to remove one random word from each line. Each now. line. Yeah, yeah. Don't. There'll be when you are done. <laughs> <laughs> Lay your. Rest. Lay, no, 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 no. <laughs> Skips three ways. Lay your weary head to. <laughs> you cry no more. <laughs> The last and first word. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, carry on my wayward bee piece. <laughs> anyway, you guys, you guys probably know what song I'm talking about. Um, so here we go. <laughs> uh, the lyrics go: Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. <laughs> um, and then the verses go: Once I rose above the noise and confusion, just to go. Just to get a glimpse beyond this illusion, I was soaring ever higher, but I flew too high. Though my eyes could see, I still was a blind man. Though my mind could think, I still was a madman. I hear the voices when I'm dreaming. I can hear them say, and then the chorus carried on my wayward son. And then here's the next verse. (laughs) Masquerading as a man with a reason, my charade is the event of the season. And if I claim to be a wise man, well, it surely means that I don't know. On a stormy sea of moving emotion, tossed around, I'm like a ship on the ocean. I set a course for winds of fortune, but I hear the voices say, and then the course again, and then it goes, carry on, 
you will always remember, carry on, nothing equals the splendor, now your life's no longer empty, but surely heaven waits for you. Um, carry on, my wayward son, there'll be peace when you are done, lay your weary head to rest, uh, don't you cry no more. <laughs> it's just that last part, don't you cry no more, you, don't, you can only say that in a song. Like you, <laughs> yeah. Don't you cry no more. You know, you can just like say that to yourself, yeah. like your actual kid. Like, right, 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 right. Don't you cry no more. What? <laughs> he stopped crying just to question your grammar. <laughs> anyway, um, so what I wanted to I wanted to bring some background to this and and say that the the artist Kansas, the lead singer who wrote this song, um. When he wrote it, he was um, like exploring different religions and trying to understand spirituality, and he was really into Hinduism and Buddhism when when he wrote the song and when it came out. And then two years after it came out, he converted to Christianity. <clears throat> so really, the like the place where the song comes from is like searching for God. When you're in this song, it's it's about someone searching for God. That's the place his mind was in when he wrote this. And even though he was like heavily involved in researching and and trying to follow these other religions, he's able to see like the truth in those religions and write this metaphorical song that, to a lot of people, sounds like a song about the prodigal son, um, and, and like coming home to your father who loves you and finding rest in him. Yeah. Like, so point is, I think it's just really cool that even when you're like searching and you're in completely the wrong area, if you're like searching for truth, you're going to come up with things that sound a lot more like the Christian God than the Buddhist or Hinduist versions of God, you know? Yeah. Or, or the life force or whatever it would be. Uh, because like the the Hindu and Buddhist like God figures are not really gods <laughs> in, in the sense of the Christian way, so the the equivalent thing would just be like being, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would be God. Um, but like even in those things, you you kind of get the sense of like, no, I know at the end of this, whatever I'm searching for is supposed to be giving me peace. And, and like giving me rest and, and fixing these problems in my life. So even, even looking into other religions, when you really think about what you're trying to search for, you're going to come up with the Christian God. Um, at least in my opinion, a lot of people disagree. I don't care. Anyway, <laughs> um, but the, the first verse I have for this is I, Proverbs eight seventeen. I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently find me. So like, this is a promise from God saying like, if you're searching for me, you're going to find me. I'm, I'm ready to be seen by you. I'm ready to be discovered by you. I've been like mapping this out your whole life. If you're actually looking, you're going to find all the signs that point to me and no one else. And so like, like that's the story behind this song. And this is the story in the song. Uh, and it's it's very ambiguous. Like clearly, the <clears throat> the singer is like the wayward son. Um, this is someone speaking to him because he talks about how he hears this, right? Yeah. Um, 
And it in its voice says, carry on, my wayward son. There will be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. He, he's saying this, like, keep searching, right? Mm. You keep going. You're It's okay. Carry on. You got this. Whenever you find me, there's going to be rest. There's going to be no more tears. Um, and that that's the next verse I wanted to bring up, which was Revelation 21.4. Um, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, mourning like mourning a dead person or something like that. <laughs> no, not, not like the time of day. Nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. Um, and so, like, I think it's pretty cool that just, like, find, when you're done... When you get to rest, there's going to be no more tears and God's going to wipe away those tears. It's not just going to be like, hey, now you feel great, don't you? It's not going to be like this like this drug that God puts you on that makes you not sad anymore. He's like going to address the, your sorrows and yeah. make your tears no more because you find joy in, in the truth of who you are with in heaven. Um, not just, and now you can't feel that emotion anymore. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, and that's what the song is saying. Like when you get here, when you get to me, there's going to be rest. And I'm going to, I'm going to instruct you not to cry anymore. Not just, you're not going to feel like crying, right? <laughs> yeah. There's still going to be some sorrows in heaven, but bring them on. I want, I want those sorrows if they're going to be there, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and God will take care of those. They're not going to be, um, sorrows that just aren't addressed ever like we have on earth sometimes right Right. you know sometimes something happens and it's just like that makes me sad and i don't know how to understand it and it's just this emotional thing of like i don't i don't know what i i know there's probably some good explanation for it but i don't know how to address that emotionally in this lifetime but you know whatever those things are if they're still there in heaven, God is actually going to address those emotionally for you. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. Um, <clears throat> the first verse goes, Once I rose above the noise and confusion, just to get a glimpse beyond this illusion, I was soaring ever higher, but I flew too high. And so I think this pers- verse doesn't really have a verse biblically, that <laughs> a Bible verse that goes along with it, but the idea is essentially like, He's he understands that there's just like this bunch of noise and confusion in the world and he wants to get beyond like the illusion of this world. And that's like that Buddhist <laughs> of like materialism and this body is bad kind of thing. But I take it as like he did that and it wasn't fulfilling to quote unquote move beyond this illusion to move beyond this like emotional reality of how I choose to view things that just isn't real. Um, and he, he got there and it was great. Like he was flying high, but he flew too high. Like that kind of flying high isn't good for you. <laughs> like you're supposed to be interacting with God and it makes you feel small, but safe and loved. You don't need to feel important to everyone you need to feel important to the one you know and that that's how i take it in the song and i I don't think that's inappropriate (laughs) but uh and anyway the next verse goes though my eyes could see i still was a blind man though my mind could think i still was a madman and then he hears these verses 
voices, sorry, when he's dreaming, he can hear them say, and, he, and it's the chorus again, which is giving him peace and saying, push through, no more tears, you know? Um, so there's this, I, this is a very biblical idea um, of like, like being spiritually blind. And for this part, I have Second um, Corinthians 4.4. 4. In their cases, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. And so Paul is saying here, just like the devil or the world, because they're one in the same, <laughs> because the, the devil is the quote unquote, small G God of this world. He's in charge. It's blinding them. So this idea of like, oh yeah, they can see like they can physically see. But they're still like blind to reality of what's actually going on in the world. And that's what quote the God of this world, who is not the actual God of this world, but just the guy who's in who's <clears throat> infecting this world with evil um, and leading people astray. He's like he's fine with that. That that doesn't doesn't matter if they don't understand reality so long as they don't see God. Um so even though you can see me physically, you, w- without God, you are blind spiritually. And then even though you could think, you're still a madman. <laughs> so you have these thoughts that are logical, but they don't include God. So none of these thoughts make true sense without him, you know. Mm. And for that part, I have First Timothy 4.3. For the time is coming when people will not endure <clears throat> sound teaching, but have itching ears they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. And so like they will, they'll still want teachers. They'll realize like, Oh, I don't know everything, but they'll only listen to those teachers that, um, affirm their own passions, their own sinful desires. And any teacher who has sound teaching that says, Hey, no, you got to deny yourself in this is just going to be ignored. And so like this idea of though my mind could think like it can think about these things, it still desires to learn. I'm mad, like I, I'm still a madman in comparison to like true thought <laughs> because I'm being controlled by my desires and I'm not including the truth of God in these thoughts so they don't add up to true reality. They just get me by, you know? Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> this, this next verse kind of encapsulates that even more of like... Um, it makes sense to me, but it's not true wisdom kind of idea. The next verse in the song says masquerading as man with a reason. My chance is my, sorry, my charade is the event of the season. And if I claim to be a wise man, well, it surely means that I don't know on a stormy sea of moving emotion tossed around. Like I'm a ship on the ocean. I set a course for winds of fortune. Uh, but I hear them say, and then the, just keep going. You're going to get there. There will be peace. <laughs> um, the verse I have for that, the way of the fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. That's Proverbs 12, 15. Um, and this this is like reinforcing that, um, that idea I was talking about before of like uh, you masquerade as this person who has a reason to live. And those who don't have God, like they come up with reasons to live, but they aren't fulfilling or good reasons. They're just good enough for now. So you're just like putting on this masquerade of, well, yeah, I have my reason to live. It's my job or it's my family or it's 
this thing I like to do or whatever it is, um, my hobby or whatever it is, or my own pleasure is what that breaks down to <laughs> because your job gives you pleasure or your family makes you happy or your hobby gives you pleasure in some way. And, and you're masquerading as like, oh yeah, I have this real reason to live. Other people don't, they don't get it, but they, you're just lying to yourself because those things can't be fulfilling because they don't last. They're going to end. Even, <clears throat> even if like you have your family until you die and they're, they're all around you in your deathbed, that's very nice. But then what? You're like you're going to die. And then that reason is over. Your purpose of being is over, but you're still going to be, you're still going to be around. Um, as a spirit and then eventually you might get a new body going into heaven but like those that reason for existing is not going to sustain you and a lot of older people realize this when they are like in a senior living home or something like yeah i have my family and that gives me lots of joy but i see them once a year and they don't really need me and i i just it's not good enough to keep going and that's really sad. Sorry for bringing that up, but yeah. but it, but it's but it's but it's true. And then it goes. My charade is the event of the season. So like whatever thing you wrap your life around is just whatever's going on around you. And a lot of people get into this in politics of like, I know that whatever issue I'm talking about didn't matter to anyone 20 years ago. But this is my thing. Like, <laughs> it's the event of the season. It's the important thing to everyone now. So it must be really important. It must be good enough to devote my life to. But it's it's still just a charade. Um, and then it goes, and if I claim to be a wise man, well, it, then it surely means that I don't know. And this is where Proverbs twelve fifteen comes in. The way of the fool is right in his own eyes. If you're going around saying, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm so wise, you should listen to me. I'm so like, listen, I, I'm reasonable. I'm wise. You, I know what I'm talking about. That is potentially a very good sign that you shouldn't really listen to them because <laughs> fools think they're wise, but truly wise people are sitting around listening to other people, not dictating how wise they are to everyone else. And then the next part of the song goes on a stormy sea of moving emotion, turn tossed about like I'm a ship on the ocean. I set a course for the winds of fortune, but I hear the voices say, and then the course happens. And so this really reminded me of um, Ephesians 4.14, um, where it's Paul is talking about being a man, essentially, <laughs> being mature in Be thought. Being a man. Yes. <laughs> being mature in thought, saying so that we may not... So we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine or by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. And so it's talking about like <clears throat> Paul is saying like your own emotions are going to try and control your thoughts. Um, every new idea that comes out is going to encapsulate what you think about. There's this there's human cunning that wants you to think about certain things that just don't matter <laughs> because it matters to them or it's distracting you from something else. Um, and there's deceitful schemes out there that are trying to get you to only think about this one circumstance. And what would you do in that one circumstance? Um, 
and you better prepare for that one circumstance or else you're not really preparing for life or whatever. <laughs> right. Um, that really compares to the song and saying like, he feels like he's on a stormy sea of moving emotions. His emotions are controlling his thoughts and actions. He's tossed her out. Like he's <clears throat> like, he's a ship on the ocean. Very similar to the uh, metaphors that Paul are, Paul is using there. And so what he does in that is he, sets his course for winds of fortune meaning like okay well all this emotions and everything is, is just tossing me around well i know what i want i want money or i want fame or whatever quote unquote fortune that's what i'm going for but in the back of his head he hears the voices say carry on my wayward son there'll be peace when you're done lay your weary head to rest don't you cry no more <laughs> um like he hears the truth he's like i don't know what to do my emotions are all over the place. I, I don't know how to feel about anything. But you know what? Money or fame or fortune in some ways going to – they'll probably make me better. And he goes after that. But he's told, no, it's okay. Struggle through these emotions. Continue to seek me. Don't seek fortune. You know, carry on. You're going to get through this. You're going to find me. I promise. And then um, – the next verse goes, carry on, you will always remember, carry on, nothing equals the splendor, now your life's no longer empty, but surely heaven waits for you. And so I think at this point, there's this like kind of coming to Jesus moment, <laughs> per se, even though he didn't come to Jesus when he was writing the song, but moving on. <laughs> uh, he got there. <laughs> eventually, two years later. Um Anyway, um, he got he gets to this point where he's like, yeah, all that stuff that happened, you're always going to remember it. But nothing equals the splendor. So everything is like rags compared to the joy that's set before you. Right. Um, that Well, that's the next verse. I just referenced it without thinking. <laughs> uh, Hebrews 12 two, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. And then there's also Paul saying elsewhere uh, <laughs> that he considers the trials and tribulations of this age as nothing compared to the glory of God um, that he's heading towards, right? Um, same idea. You're always going to remember like these emotions that controls you. You're going to always remember the charade that you put on and the masquerade that you put on to feel okay about yourself. Um, you're always going to remember what it was like to think but not have sound thoughts. You're always going to remember what it was like to see but feel like a blind man. You're always going to remember all the noise and confusion and how you thought you could get out of it on your own. And then when you thought you did, it pulled you straight back in and you couldn't escape. You're always going to remember these things, right? Yeah. Good. Okay. I was like, ah. Like, uh. But it doesn't matter. Nothing equals the splendor. Nothing equals the glory than the <clears throat> the joy that is coming in your future. Right now, your life's no longer empty. Now you have true purpose. You have true reason to look to. But don't let that be good enough. Surely heaven waits ahead of you. And then the song concludes, carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you're done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry. Don't you cry no more. <laughs> so anyway, 
went through the whole song with you. Hopefully you guys know the song. <laughs> Go listen to it. Maybe we'll put it in. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we'll put it in. Um, but anyway, did you have anything to add here? I um, saw you pulled up a verse. I don't know if that was for your thing or my thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be really awkward. If it, uh, no, I have nothing to add. No, no. Um, I, so, actually, so it was while you were talking about um, the, the foolishness part. I was going to say mm-hmm. there's the Bible verse, um, Proverbs, I think it's 17. Yeah, seven, Proverbs 17, 28. Um, even fools are thought wise if they keep silent and discerning if they hold their tongues, mm-hmm. uh, which later Abraham Lincoln um, builds well, also upon. Shakespeare said that. Yeah. He, he put that in one of his plays. Oh, did he? Yeah. I was going to say, I was, I'm familiar with, I'm, I'm, I think. It's weird, man, because the Bible is just like permeated through all of yeah. American and English like culture, culture. Yeah, and, no, no. and sayings, and you're just you're right. constantly quoting the Bible without knowing it. Right. <laughs> well, she's kind of long, so. <laughs> um, but no, no, Abraham Lincoln, he, he, I don't know, I guess paraphrased it in a mm-hmm. way. It was just like um, better to... Uh, what is it better to remain silent and have everyone think you're a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt? Um, was that Mark Twain also said that? <laughs> Could How'd be. you get no, Abraham I, Lincoln saying that? I also thought it was. Well, see, the thing is, I also thought you it looked was. It up? I, yeah, I thought okay. it was Mark Twain. Um, and I, I Googled it and it was like, no, Abraham Lincoln. And I was like, eh, all right. I'll and then it. Mark Twain copied him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can I get a bass boost on that? And then um, Kansas, the band, copied that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but no, no, no. And I just, I think that that's something uh, kind of important to note. Um, just the, like, biblically speaking, like, even fools are thought wise if they keep silent, discerning if they hold their tongues. But, like, God knows the disposition of your heart, yeah. um, which is actually something I'm going to talk about in, in mind, specifically talking about Hebrews. Um but no, it's just this this whole this whole thing to understand about like, hey, when it comes down to it, um, you're it's you're better not for foolish. a fool to stay silent just so you don't confirm you're a fool to everyone. Yeah, but you're a fool still. You're like- still a fool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and God knows the truth of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, still, he's he's pursuing you, and even a fool cannot run from god's grace mm-hmm. you know it is it is something where i mean i guess in the context what basically i'm trying to get at is within the context of the song the 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 artist is admitting hey i am a fool i don't know what's going on what's happening everything's so confusing <laughs> um what are all these signs you know like I, I i flew high but i flew too high you know it's like it's like everything is is too much i can't i can't quite get there but eventually they do end up on the right track. I forget who the songwriter was for Kansas. So I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I had it in my head earlier, but it's yeah, gone. I, I just, I just cannot remember. So anyways, uh, my apologies. Uh, <laughs> who was it? Uh, Mark McGrath. Um, <laughs> but no, um, anyway, but yeah, yeah, no, 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 that was, that was, that was going to be my main point. It's just that like, e- even if it is, you know, foolish, or even if you are a fool, um, God knows the truth of your foolishness and still decides to pursue you. And you just can't run from that. Like, congratulations, no. you you I, are still chosen. <laughs> yeah, a quick note on Proverbs. I think you're supposed to read it and be like, I think maybe I'm the fool. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That is, that is important and to then, note about Proverbs. And then you get to like Proverbs 26, 12, where it says, Do you see a man who is wise in his own eyes? 
there's more hope for a fool than for him. Like, yeah. And if you don't think you're a fool, you're in worse condition than the guy who just admitted it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 No, don't, then, don't think you can escape from being a fool because if you escaped, you're in a worse spot, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. And that's the thing. Like, biblically speaking, we're all the fool. Mm-hmm. We've all succumbed to sin in some way. Um, but anyways, uh, no, that was the, really the only thing that I had to add there was just that 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 point, that note to say, hey, um, this, this person who's like lost, but seeking that's everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyways, but yeah, that's all I had to add. Right. Good. Good. Moving on. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Oh. You spoke. You spoke. <laughs> wow. You really contributed today, Elias. Thanks. <laughs> That'd be really funny. I just refuse to talk. Like I'm, I'm here and I like laugh at your jokes or whatever. And you but, go like, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. But I, you have to read my presentation. Like, I just refuse. <laughs> I'm like, okay, am I reading this right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. That would be that would be a good bit that I have to edit out. Um, <laughs> so you're, you're talking about Gandalf? I'm talking about Gandalf. Gandalf? Gan- Gan- Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it's... It's what, are you a Gandalf or something? Gandalf? Gandalf? Hey, boyo. Hey, boyo. You Gandalf, G- Gandalf the Grey? Um, but yes, I'm talking about Gandalf, uh, I, I guess primarily the Grey. I don't know. Gandalf but, the Wizard. Gandalf the Estari. Yes. Yeah. There you go. That's some, that's <laughs> that's a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> I don't anyway. think it's that deep, honestly. Not, not anymore. <laughs> I feel like 20 years ago was a deep yeah, cut. Yeah, like right before the movies came out. You're yeah. like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, you re- you. It's it's a little bit of a deep cut to even know who Gandalf is, but <laughs> but I'm going for it. <laughs> that would be funny. Oh my god! Oh, um, have you you've never seen Friends? Right? No, no, there's no, no, a no. joke I've seen a couple in it. Episodes. it. It started in like '97 or something, and there's a joke in like season two or season three or something where they used to like two of the characters like, dude, Gandalf is coming, and it's this guy's nickname because he used to be like this wizard of like creating like creating great parties in college and so like his name was gandalf and then the quote-unquote cool character who was cool in college and high school is like i don't know who gandalf is i'm like what are you talking about everyone who knows who gandalf is yes yeah. <laughs> and they're like did you not read lord of the rings and he was like no i had girlfriend <laughs> and like and like two years later that joke does not does not go, fly. It does it not fly doesn't. anymore. That's because it's not nerdy, nerdy to know about Lord of the Rings. Anymore. No, I don't. <laughs> that's really, that's really good. That's really good. Oh my gosh! No, it doesn't. It doesn't land the same. But like the like based off principle, you're like, ha ha, old show. <laughs> it's just funny to me to watch that and be like, wow, those movies had not come out yet. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. It wasn't right. a cultural icon. Uh, but like at the same time, had, like, they were able to off. reference that. Yeah. You know, they're still able to like make the joke. Yeah, but know? it was like a, it was like a smart person reference. You know, like. Hmm. Mm. Anyways, point is, Gandalf. We all respect him as a cool wizard dude, mm-hmm. uh, but he's also a very wise man, and we need to we need to respect him for such as well. Um, at least as far as characters who are written go, um, he knew that an evil was rising, Sauron. 
um, and he's preparing to take over, and that the evil is preparing to take over Middle Earth. So he starts planning his counterattack super early. Um, he's like, he's like, we we gotta find this ring. We gotta destroy the ring. We gotta. <laughs> da, 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 da. I have to confirm the ring even existed. Yes, yes. So he goes hanging out with his dwarf friends and and finds it mm-hmm. because why not? Anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Bilbo finds the ring. Uh, he sees an opportunity to start mounting the offensive, and he goes for it. That's mm-hmm. that's that's a lot yeah, of wisdom even, there. Even the dwarf uh, hobbit journey, um, dwarf hobbit journey <laughs> is like it, the offensive of like. Yes, Smaug's going to join Sauron if he gets the chance. So let's, like, take care of that <laughs> real <Yeah>. quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I, I don't. I, I appreciate the fact that Sauron didn't have that many dragons. One. It would, it would, really, it would really suck for the good guys. Yeah, Sauron they're... does not need any, even one dragon. Nope. <laughs> they were barely making it anyway. Yeah. Imagine just, like, dragon unbeatable swooping in yeah no weapon can hurt him yeah except for like one little chink like all he has to do is like put a little breastplate plate right there yeah and he's good to go undefeatable (laughs) i always wondered i was like what about like mithril mithril exists in the lord of the rings universe they're you know they made like a big deal about how unbeatable smog is well like when um (laughs) we're nerds but (laughs) yeah uh when bilbo gives the mithril to frodo he's like it's tough as a dragon hide so like it's comparable to dragon hide is like oh my like that's that's real tough so like even mithril is probably it's like equal to it's not like guaranteed to get through and it's like a limited resource it's not like everyone has an arrow full of mithril <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There, you know yeah the elves are like ah mithril we made one shirt <laughs> yes we made a shirt isn't that what it is one the, ring the the that's elves about it. spin it into glass i think they I can think. do a lot of stuff with it but yeah. by the time of the lord of the rings it's very rare yeah. and you're not going to use it sparing you're going to use it very sparingly yeah Anyway. So a lot of glass. <laughs> no, um, yeah, we, gotta, we gotta make it. We're literally stretching it so thin it's clear. <laughs> wow. Anyway. No. Anyways. Um. But yes. Um. That. That all said. Um. Yeah. There's just he, he shows a lot of forethought. He he's a really again he's just a cool wizard dude. But um, wisdom has to be respected in all accounts. Um. And in order to show for this. Um, I also wanted to talk about biblical rest. Um, for those of you who... We are on point today. <laughs> yes. I think Gandalf wrote Carry On, Wayward Son, <laughs> by Kansas. By Kansas. <laughs> by Kansas, subtitle, by Gandalf. <laughs> um, no one knows who that is. Don't include that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were like, what kind of nerd is going to know who Gandalf is? <laughs> Uh, but no, 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 no. Uh, but yeah, no, I just, um, yeah, I just want to talk about Gandalf, knowing what your work is, uh, what you're cut out for kind of, and then also just more so knowing when to rest. Um, specifically this kind of started because my pastor, um, I was there. 
you were there talking about rest he was talking about rest and and so it's been something that's been really on my mind because it hit me really deep and i remember there's a gandalf quote um at one point he says and and noah pointed this out earlier but he's talking more so about like i'm gonna die if i don't start if i if i, I don't to, get a nap in. i need to sit down um, now but yeah he says do an old man thing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the quote is uh i must rest here a moment even if all the orcs ever spawned are after us um but he's just being a king you know he's just he's setting his limits and his boundary yes gandalf is an icon um but yes it just shows us that hey he knows his limits he's scheduling in the specific time uh to more purposely uh allow himself these moments to rest um and i think that's important to keep in mind is that like as christians one of the the literal the 10 commandments is to remember the sabbath and to keep it holy um it, it's a big deal. Like, okay, if you're gonna, if we're gonna narrow this down to ten, yeah, don't do anything on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't even do that. Yeah. We chose Sunday. Like what? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, but the thing is, um, yeah. So fast forwarding a little bit, um, I just, I very deeply believe people often forget how important it is to rest well, and the fact that. The importance of this is, is it, it, biblically speaking, commandment. Uh, but looking at Hebrews 4, 9 through 11, uh, there remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter the rest so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience um real quick just to emphasize i emphasize the word there um just to say specifically the verse is talking about the israelites in that the whole chapter and previous chapter as well is talking about like israelites disobedient um didn't do what was asked of them and it's kind of this whole message of like okay all throughout the bible you can see god's like hey you should rest and the israelites are like okay yeah cool uh anyways time to worship some other gods and (laughs) and, oh i guess saturday's off let's go talk to baal Baal. (laughs) yeah you sound silly so stop that um (laughs) no um but the point yeah it's just the israelites are, are constantly chasing other gods and doing all these other things and god's like literally i'm giving you a day off um and even like fast forwarding to like the time of jesus eventually the israelites have like enforced holiday like and jesus is like do you know how stupid this is yeah you can't make rest work by freaking everyone out about whether they're resting properly or not yes yeah yes um and so yeah continuing to look better not eat food with your hands (laughs) if you do i'll I'll cut them off i'll I'll feed those to you (laughs) you can't turn grain in between your fingers to get the seeds out too much stop it <laughs> yeah yeah prepare all of your food on on saturday so you yeah. can have it on like what and then like even in the wilderness mm-hmm. like gather enough manna on set on friday for two days yeah because you're not gonna pick it up tomorrow yep i'm not giving you it tomorrow it was yep. like but that wasn't uh that wasn't pharisees that being, was not the pharisees no, no, no. crazy that was like literally god was like yo chill <laughs> like hey you're you're gonna have a break <laughs> yes yes um no and that's the thing the, the sabbath the sabbath is very important um we're all called to enter into his rest um and there's there's really not any argument there mm-hmm. um 
but just also not only is there the the point of um because i said i wanted to make two points and not just like this this point of rest but also i wanted to say like knowing your task gandalf um at one point has another quote also in the fellowship of the ring mm-hmm. um but he says it may be your task to find the cracks of doom but that quest may be for others i do not know at any rate you are not ready for that long road yet um and i think that that's important to keep in mind is just that like gandalf cautions people and it's just like hey like i understand that you want to do this and you want to do this and boromir you're over there all gung-ho for the ring and you know frodo's volunteering he's like i'll take the ring <laughs> um Gimli's like, I got an axe. <laughs> uh, cool. I like your ring. This is my axe. <laughs> um, but no, it's just, it's just it's it's important to note that like in in this um, there's there's something to be said for like also knowing what your work is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, like the wise in the Tolkien universe aren't just wise because they say wise things, but uh, but because they know their place. They know their place. And the story is really about, like, divine providence of, like, Gandalf's like, yeah, you have the ring, you're going to go do this. Whether you succeed or fail, Sauron's going to be defeated. Whether I die or live, Sauron's going to be defeated eventually, moving on. But, like, this is what we know we got to do. Yep. So here we go. We must make the effort. Um, and even in that, in this, like, like you're saying this like divine uh destiny kind of this providence kind of mindset um still like he again he makes every effort even going all the way back to what is essentially a children's book um talking about the hobbit um like he still understands like we're going to have to have this like really crazy epic battle we got to get rid of smog now. Like, <laughs> right. We, we must do everything to give ourselves every advantage. And I think that this is an important thing, looking at the ideas of like, biblically speaking, um, rest and such. So rereading that very last part, verse 11 again, uh, or at least the first part of it, but it's, let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest. Right. Um, and it's, it's, it's as Christians, we live these weird, like they seem like conundrums, like they seem like these double standards or like these impossible tasks, but really they're not. When what these th- kind of things they boil down to is this fact that like we are called to make every single effort to enter into this rest. And you're like, I, I got to make effort to enter into the rest. And it's like, well, in a sense, yeah, because our sinful nature prevents us from resting as God intended. When was the last time that you actually like sabbathed and like sabbathed well um (laughs) like genuinely like you rested and you you know you you separated and and this is another thing you didn't just like take the day off like you sabbathed you intentionally made that time you devoted it to the lord um and you can still you know see friends and do all of that but like the whole time you're like okay this is this is me sabbathing you're like giving thanks to god for the sabbath you're you know you're you're doing all of the things right it's hard yeah it's hard <laughs> yeah I, I talked to sarah beth about this a lot mm-hmm. and this verse is talking about like on, on two levels like don't if you want to enter heaven you still have to like live a christian life or else not that that gets you in but like if you aren't then it's clear that you haven't accepted the holy spirit (laughs) right 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 fruits Um, of the spirit and all that yeah but on a more practical level of like 
having a weekly rest Sabbath or rest at all. Me and Sarah Beth talk about this where she's like goes and takes a bath or goes and lays down for a time, mm-hmm. but she's not resting in that time. And so she gets done and she's like, I, I don't feel any better. I'm like, what did you do? Well, I, I watched TV. Okay. Well, did you like, I, how was that restful? <laughs> yeah. That's distracting yourself. That's not taking time and saying, I'm letting things go. I'm trusting in God. Yeah. Even if I can only do it for a minute, even if I can't get my brain to shut down completely for five minutes, 10 minutes. Right. There's a conscious effort. Yeah. It takes effort. To separate. Yeah. To feel rested. Yeah. And to actually get that rest. Yeah. And distracting yourself is confused with that uh, in our society quite a bit. Right. Um, And it, and it takes effort not to distract yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, 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 no. 100%. Because like, as it's just the way that like we're raised and brought up, like in a, in a sinful world, Mm -hmm. we have this disposition. Yeah. We think boredom is like legitimately evil. Like poison (laughs) seeping into my bones, you know, it's not, it's it's not at all. Yeah. It's a very good thing for you and healthy thing for you to be bored. You do not need to be entertained constantly. Yeah. And I would even argue that like if you're really going to view boredom like that, you know, you can still rest and not be quote unquote bored. You mm-hmm. know, you can you can enter into this state with God where you are enriching yourself with his presence and you are fully sustained and satisfied by God and you're not bored because you are being sustained by God. <laughs> um, and that, anyways, that would be my my thing where obviously within the the context of the, the Tolkien verse, um, the, the Tolkien connected cinematic experience of, <laughs> you know, um, I, I would say that like, I don't think that there's a point where Gandalf is like, ah, and here I am, you know, resting and praying to the Valar and blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. no, that doesn't. Yeah, because Tolkien's world is like, everyone's doing, if you unless you're evil, everyone is just like practically living out a godly life and they don't really make a religion of it. They just do it. They know? just do it. Yeah, yeah. It Again, very predeterminate very (laughs) like this is my destiny watch me live out my destiny (laughs) i think tolkien i don't remember the quote exactly but he essentially said everyone in there is catholic they just don't know it (laughs) that's really funny i've never heard that yeah so i I cannot corroborate that story but it's i don't know i don't think i quoted it exactly right oh sure 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 that that you get the gist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like, no, no, yeah no. Everyone in here is very religious. They just don't have a, a system of religion. Yeah. You know, that's they're just really- like, yeah, I know Alu Iluvatar and uh, the Valar. Yep. And sometimes when I need to get a spider away from me, I'll say his name. And that and that's not in vain. We're good. And that's not in vain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. We're good. Um, but no, anyways, that that's more or less everything that I had to say on this matter of just like kind of what Noah was saying. There there are the wise people within the Lord of the Rings universe, and they are wise specifically because they know their place and they understand that like at the end of the day, there's only so much that they can do. Um there's 
there there is a destiny you know there is there is a something that god has intended for you in your mm-hmm. life you have a purpose here on earth and part of that purpose is demonstrating the fact that you can let it all go and just like be content in him because like literally that's going to be all of heaven yeah is just going to be oh like whatever you're doing eh, you're content in god though and that's like why it's important to like try and learn how to experience that on earth is like yeah one it's literally what heaven is going to be like even when you're working in heaven if you have a job you're still going to be in that mental spiritual state of rest with god and it's important to like try and practice that out here so like in heaven it will be fine if you don't get it right on earth but like it'll be easier (laughs) (laughs) yeah um Anyway, I wanted to go back to that one quote from Gandalf you you brought okay. up, and it's very practical. He says, uh, I must rest here a moment, even if all the orcs ever spawned or after us. Like, yes. And it's very practical. Because the world quote. often feels like it's crashing down around right. you. <laughs> but like, I, I think as Christians, we need to realize, and I, I think that's why it's one of the Ten Commandments. It's this important, even though it's not like a moral law per se it's still a very important thing and more important than any of us recognize of like it doesn't matter (laughs) yeah you um it's harvest season you're going to not go harvest on saturday you are going to sit down you are going to rest you are going to know god if it's only for a day it's only for a day but it's gonna happen yeah of like it doesn't matter it if, if there's like a war and if they had a choice, which they sometimes did not, they would not fight on the Sabbath day. Yeah. Like if the only time they wouldn't um, adhere to the Sabbath is like a life or death situation yeah. of like, um, what's it, like David running from Saul. Yeah. Like he didn't adhere to the Sabbath. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You know, like <laughs> yeah. Or like, uh, the Babylonians are storming the city. Probably not going to sit there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, but other than you're going to die if you do the Sabbath, then you're doing the Sabbath. You know? Yeah. Um. So like, Gandalf saying like, this is like hyperbole. Clearly, not all the orcs that have ever been spawned or after them, but even if they were. Yeah, I we need a moment. <laughs> we need a moment. You really think we got to regroup. And I think that's why it like we point to God resting on the 7th day of creation as our example in this of like he's God. He has to like maintain this whole thing he just made. But rest is important. Yeah. And that's what he's doing. Please learn from that. <laughs> I I really I really do love that image of just like after you know god jesus holy spirit infinite right prior to the invention of the universe time didn't exist and they so therefore they existed for an infinite amount of time before the universe was ever created Mm -hmm. and they were content with that and then out of that they're like you know what let's make let's make a universe right it's gonna go hard (laughs) it's gonna be awesome there's gonna be like trees and stuff. It's it's gonna be really cool. Yeah, it, it, here actually, let me let me let me just show you. Boom makes the universe. 
and at that point spends you know this six day period making it and then like goes back yeah to that state which i mean i guess you know it's god cannot exit that state but like demonstrates on a seventh day like and now we're just gonna be harmonious again this is gonna be nothing but rest and peace for a full day and then we can do some overseeing stuff yeah but like God still, you know, held every atom of the universe together for that seventh day. <laughs> right. But because that's a nece- that is necessary to the function of God. Um, but at the same time, God still was able to rest and take peace within himself. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what Hebrews is saying is like, yeah. you're going to work before you rest. Like, yeah. God worked and then he rested. Yep. And, and we kind of experienced the best rest and went not only working towards rest, but like you go mow the grass, you go do some work and then you're done and you sit down and you just enjoy the thing you did. Yeah. Looks nice. I feel good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you take a couple minutes, drink your water, sit down. That's like some good rest right there. Yeah. And it's almost as if being productive is like intuitive to good rest afterward, you know? Yeah. And so like we have good work to do and then we can sit down with God and look at his creation and how we are a part of it and, and look at that goodness. Yeah. And that's how that rest happens. But if you don't do the good work, it, it's just not the same, you know? Yeah. But if you're a Christian, you're doing the good work. So don't, don't be too worried. But do go do the do good and work. That's, and that's and you that's know? the thing about being a Christian. Everything is so like like literally like, like as far fine, as don't so- worry too much, but go do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and everything is life or death. Yeah. Within a spiritual context, like yeah. everything, like literally, your soul is on the line with every single decision that you make. Anyways, you'll be fine. I mean, you know, you have the Holy you have Spirit. The Holy Spirit. You. Yeah. All of your salvation, you're good. Yeah. You're fine. Hey, there's demons out there. They can't hurt you. But don't let them. Like literally, <laughs> Christianity is so anxiety-inducing because <laughs> like, it's anxiety-inducing. But then there's God and yes. there's His promises. And yeah, 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 yeah. All that stuff is it is stressful, but that stuff doesn't control me. Yeah, that stuff isn't the truth. Yeah, and God just, is the truth, and He's made a promise, and, it's and just, I'm okay. It's learning to rest in that fact. Yeah, like that. That is that is biblical, literally biblical truth. And it's it's just learning to rest in that, and it's hard. But like that's, I mean, that's just the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. Like, <laughs> what? I would love to see like a new, incredibly modern translation of the Bible. That's just like <laughs> God's promises are the way the cookies crumbles. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just the way it is. I, the the message 2.0 or yeah, yeah yeah no no actually i like the idea yeah, bad translations what, include idioms that like are very time specific no i was about to say i would like to read like the message version 0.5 that's like <laughs> god <laughs> the fruits of the spirit are the bee's knees like <laughs> like using outdated ones yeah. like intentionally anyways um, using ones from like you would only see in like back to the future <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah i oh my gosh that would be that would be really funny. Um, <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for being here. Yeah, uh, we appreciate you guys listening for uh, over an hour now. So yeah, you guys are good at listening. We appreciate it. You guys are very wise for listening. Yes, and we're fools for talking. Uh- <laughs> good, good on you all. 
You're also nice demonstration anyway. <laughs> of the biblical truths. Wow, Noah. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, if you want to contact us, talk about, I guess, Lord of the Rings in general. I don't know. Gandalf. Um, or you want to talk about our icebreaker. Or you want to talk about, um, I guess, Kansas. <laughs> Uh, contact us. I mean, I don't know if there's much more to add, but if you really liked what I said or you really disliked it, just, just let me know. <laughs> I, sure. Um, but yes, anyways, yeah, contact us at OCVPod at Facebook or Twitter, uh, OCVPod um, at gmail.com, OCVPod.com, or um, alternatively, just yell really loudly. Maybe we'll hear you if we're close enough. Mm hmm. Anyways, uh, you'll have a wonderful day. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, make your own podcast responding to us. Release it on Wednesdays. <laughs> we'll listen to it. We'll, we'll respond to you. Yeah. I, I like love I like to the, hear a podcast. A podcast just, response. Just responding with to the icebreakers and then commenting on what we said. Yeah. <laughs> and then just like a, a our, filter. <gasps> it keeps fil- our viewing experience of, of the Christian viewing experience. It just keeps filtering down until we get like this five minute podcast just like here's what they said, here's our answers done. Like Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boom. We're like fifty podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we we see which podcast actually gets listened to the most. That's the formula, right? That's there. the formula. <laughs> We've done it, boys. We've anyway, cracked the code. <laughs> thanks for being here. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.